This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the internet. Here again is John McElroy. Joining me right now is Paul Brubaker, the administrator of the Research and Innovative Technology Administration, part of the U.S. Department of Transportation. But but explain that, because I've never heard that before, Research and Innovative Te- Technology Administration. Well, actually, yeah, and it, it fits on a business card. It's a very big business card, but it fits on a business card. Um, yeah, I, run, I basically run the research for the Department of Transportation, and my job is to coordinate all the research expenses across all the various modes, Federal Aviation Administration, Federal Highway, NHTSA, and, you know, make sure that it's, it's coordinated, that it's not redundant, um, that it's uh, consistent with the priorities that the secretary and the administration has laid out. And, uh, you know, we're talking about a $1.2 billion investment every year, and it's a pretty big uh, chunk of change, so we want to make sure we're doing it right. Pretty nice uh, amount of money there. Let's talk specifically about the connected vehicle, Mm -hmm. i.e. getting cars to talk to themselves, each other, I should say, and to an infrastructure. That's right. What's going on in that regard? Well, we're kind of uh, redefining that that whole program. It used to be under, uh, well, it is under the Intelligent Transportation System Joint Program Office, but what we want to do is we want to leverage communication technology that exists today. Um, You've heard of, you know, you see Wi-Fi and cellular communications as well is something called dedicated short-range communication. We want to look at the various communications protocols and figure out how to use them so the vehicles can become discoverable to one another and be discoverable to the road. And why that's important is it will enable us to uh, have cars that basically don't crash into each other, vehicles that don't crash into each other anymore. And that's that's very exciting from a number of different uh, perspectives. And explain how that works for those who are watching right now who may not understand how you make sure. it impossible have cars crash into well, each other. Well, basically, vehicles become nodes on the network. And because they're nodes on a network, there will be some um, uh, clearly defined parameters uh, that that will say, you know, this is a this is a... Uh, you know, a 19, or a 2008 Toyota Camry or a GM, you know, uh, uh, Chevy Tahoe, and we won't. Um, uh, this is the profile of the vehicle, and basically, it occupies this space, and nothing is to come near this space. Or if it does, and it looks like it's going to going to crash, we want to avoid that and send communication to other cars that will uh, engage perhaps uh, active safety features like brakes or steering um, to help cars avoid uh, uh, hitting into each other. And of course, in the U.S., we have, what, about 42,000 motor vehicle fatalities every year. That's right. About 42,600 in 2006. This is the last year we've got hard statistics on that. What's amazing is you've got 6 million crashes every year. Um, there's a social cost associated with those six million crashes. You know, obviously you've got the, the 42,000 plus fatalities every year, um, but there's injuries, pain and suffering, and there's a social cost of about $230 billion, uh, which was last year we actually calculated that was in 2000. But $230 billion a year on, um, you know, hospital bills and car repairs and increased insurance premiums and insurance payouts. And it's just an enormous social cost. And what we want to do, I've challenged the department and the people within our program office, as well as our stakeholders, to reduce uh, crashes 90% by 2030 by employing these technologies. And it's really, um, yeah, it's it's what we call a BHAG. It's a bold, hairy, audacious goal, okay? (laughs) But somebody's got to do it. And government always works best when it's got a goal and a clear deadline. And we've laid out this goal and this challenge. And what we want to do is design a research uh, uh, project and a program that will get us to that outcome and recruit partners who are willing to help us get there. The good news, too, is the technology I've seen employed in this vehicle-to-vehicle communicate, it's not expensive. That's right. And actually, it's getting cheaper 
all the time. We, as part of my job, I think I've got the greatest job in government because it's really, I get to play with a lot of really cool technologies. Um, but one of the things I get to do is go out to like a lot of the nanotechnology centers around the country and even around the world and look at what they're doing. And if you see the advances and if you believe in Moore's Law, named after Gordon Moore, you know, former chairman of Intel, where uh, computing capacity doubles every 18 months and the price gets cut in half, and you look at what's going on in the, in the world of nanoscale technology and electronics, um, particularly as it relates to transportation, sensor technology, communication technology, all on nanoscale. Um, the cost is, is getting significantly driven down. The form factors are shrinking significantly. And it's going to enable a lot of really cool applications that we, we don't really have today, but we see them coming just at the horizon or maybe just over the horizon. But if we plan for them today and figure out how to integrate them into the vehicle, we're really going to be well off. And not only will that make cars a whole lot safer and driving a whole lot safer, it's got to have a massive impact on fuel economy. Yeah, it should because what's going to, I mean, basically if you have cars that don't crash into each other, you can pull out a lot of the mass that's currently in a vehicle and, uh, uh, you know, for safety reasons. and. Um, and it will significantly lighten the vehicle. The other thing that's really neat is we, we're looking at a number of technologies, particularly sensor technologies, that are passive sensors that can be embedded into the roadways. It can be they can be embedded into reflective striping along the side of the road or on the uh, you know uh, on the guardrails or what have you. And it will help um, uh, basically when the car goes over those passive sensors, it will light them up. The car will know when it's on the road, when it's in the lane, what the better what the situational awareness is relative to other vehicles on the road. And, you know, it can help the driver make better informed decisions about speed and, and, uh, and you know, just the conditions of the car. And that's just, I mean, that's just exciting stuff. And we might get, be getting to the point another 10, 15 years down the road where maybe we don't even need drivers, where we'll have autonomous vehicles. Yeah, that can happen. But, you know, there's a cultural uh, barrier. To oh, that. yeah. I mean, people love to drive and people actually like to drive fast. So uh, I, present I plead, company excluded. I guilty, yes. Pre <laughs> present company excluded, of course. But You've got to say that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. well, I, yeah, I'm a government <laughs> official. Ask me in, you know, six months. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting. It's an exciting exciting time to be in this industry. It's an exciting time to be associated with it. Um, and I can see just transformational deployments of technology here that are really, that have been often promised but rarely delivered in the past. I think if we're focused, if we lock into the goal that we want to do, which is that 90% reduction in crashes by 2030, and we design our, our, our research programs that way, our public policy, our incentives that way, um, we can really do a lot to save lives and, and reduce, uh, reduce these crashes and reduce the pain and suffering that people endure uh, as an unintended consequence of our mobile society. Well, it's great stuff to hear. Paul Brubaker, thanks so much for coming in and bringing oh, us up pleasure, to speed John. on the connected car and what you're doing at the U.S. Department of Transportation. My, my pleasure. Thanks.